0: Grain Maker. Welcome, everyone, to the Grain Maker Wrestling Podcast, a Prairie Proud Wrestling Podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco. Today, uh, I'm joined by a special guest. I'm going to intro him right away, but I should mention first and foremost, uh, I'm. Very happy to have this person on, uh, someone I've known for a little bit over a year just through Twitter and all that, and someone I've been able to reach out with, bounce ideas off of, and just get inv- get advice. He is doing some incredible things in wrestling out West, and I think it's someone that uh, you are probably very familiar with if you are a fan of mine. Today, I'm joined by Spencer Love. Spencer, how's it going?
1: Man, I'm good. You know, it's uh, it's a very Canadian way to start a conversation, but like weather sucks. But if I'm the first guy to complain about the weather in Edmonton in, in March of 2022, then I ain't unique by any means. Other than that, man, things are good. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Like you said, it's it's always nice to hop on with someone you know and, and have an idea of and, and you know, does a good job. I've always listened to the podcast, so it's nice to be on the other side and, uh, you know, maybe you might not listen to this one. It's always awkward to listen back to
0: yourself. You know what I mean? But oh. uh, It is. What can you do? (laughs) (laughs) It's the line of work we
1: chose, man. What can you do?
0: I know whenever I'm going through an editing and I'm listening, I'm just like, oh, I don't like how I sound, but you know, it it is what it is.
1: (laughs) That's exactly it. It is what it is, right? Again, talk about Canadians.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Spencer, I mean, you are a wrestling fan through and through. Oh, yeah. I know that, like I've mentioned, you know, some of my earliest memories getting into wrestling, you know, like I always watched with my grandparents growing up. I mean, we, we rewatched WrestleMania nine about, you know, thousands of times because it was one of the few VHSs they had. And it's not a good pay-per-view by any means. I was just
1: going (laughs) to say, you turned it off. You turned it off before the ending,
0: right? (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) What were some of your earliest wrestling memories?
1: You know, man, like it's, it's, uh, I hate saying unique story by any means. Everybody gets into pro wrestling in their own way. But for me, like, we never really watched wrestling growing up between myself and and my three younger brothers. Outside of every Tuesday and Thursday, we'd go to my grandma and grandpa's place just down the street from L.A.M.E., from L.A.M.E., from L.A.M.E. On TV at 11.30 on a Tuesday afternoon. So get all the highlights on Sportsnet and all that sort of stuff. Like, my first real memory of pro wrestling was the big show and Brock Lesnar breaking the ring. Oh, Um, but, but by no means, honestly, was I like a, a hardcore consistent fan. My first real experience with, uh, with pro wrestling was quite literally on a lark. Uh, I went out to the century casino. It was either either 2010 or 2011. Mm -hmm. Um, but to check out a PWA show, um, because why not? Like when you're 18, 19, just go out for an event, right? Yeah. Um, but you go to the show and like Casey Spinelli's on the card and Ty Valkyrie's on the card and uh, Chucky Blaze, now known as MRB, right? Like mm-hmm. those sorts of individuals. Uh, Randy Myers was in a ladder match against Jack Sloan. So, like all of these people who now and even then were, were pretty fundamental as far as Canadian pro wrestling goes. Mm-hmm. Um, when that's your first experience, like how can you not be drawn back in so from that point on like pretty semi-consistently i was trying to go to as many indie events and that sort of stuff as i could i shouldn't even say indie by any means because i was only going to the pwa up until about 2016 um strictly from my own lack of knowledge Mm -hmm. but uh in 2015 i think the first pay-per-view that i watched and again it was strictly by happenstance as i went over to my parents for dinner and uh two of my younger brothers one of my younger brothers is an event fan not a wrestling fan yeah um but they were watching i think it was night of champions whichever it was was that uh sting and seth rollins were headlined okay so that was really the first like full wwe pay-per-view i watched but i've got a very like addictive personality so as soon as i saw that like oh my god the the charisma that sting's got and all of that shit man like I was hooked so from mm-hmm. that point pretty well i was like religious watching raw smackdown like you know the proverbial it's six hours of tv a week that yep. you gotta watch to be a, a wwe fan even only at that point um just sort of dug dug deep from there so um obviously i love my my i, I hate the phrase but like the proverbial big league wrestling i love watching wwe and aew mm-hmm. but like my heart's really with the independent scene and and specifically the Canadian independent scene. I really think, and I know we'll talk about it later, so I won't ramble too much, <laughs> but uh, well, I shouldn't even say that I'll ramble a lot. Um, but like the Canadian wrestling scene is just, it's, it's, it's the best there is, man. There really isn't any, any other way that I can personally put it. And yeah, I'm certainly biased, but, uh, there, there's nothing quite like Canadian professional wrestling to me. No. So, I'm still religiously going out and watching wrestling. It's just more so back to the (laughs) weird way to put it, but like back to my roots of like going out and watching your RCW and MPW. Mm -hmm. And I've been lucky enough to go down and watch a couple of PPW shows down in Lethbridge and basically anything. If there's a live wrestling event and I can make it, I'm there Mm -hmm. and I love it.
0: And that's the thing, like uh, a lot of people might not know, but you look, you know, Alberta, they have, you know, about four or five promotions that run quite regularly. BC has over a half dozen, if I'm not mistaken. Saskatchewan's got a couple. Manitoba's got four or five that, I mean, CWE is the only one that's really been going consistently even through the pandemic, but there's still the other ones there. And it seems like you don't have to look too hard to find independent wrestling. And the scene right now by all means, it is, it is on the rise, so to say, because you have oh, yeah. so many incredibly talented wrestlers out there, whether it's, you know, a Travis Williams out in BC, or, you know, in Alberta, you have a uh, heavy metal, you have MRB, you have, you know, uh, Taron from accounting, who I'm a huge fan of, you know, um, even Sean Moore. I mean, the, the names are endless that there are so many incredibly talented Canadian wrestlers right now. I couldn't agree more. Right. And like
1: you have mentioned a couple of them, it's one of those good problems to have where like, if you start naming them, you almost feel obligated to go through and name 500 freaking yeah. professional wrestlers because we're, we're so blessed in this country. And especially in Western Canada, I've, I've only had the opportunity to be to a couple of live shows out in Ontario and Quebec, but um, we're so lucky out here. We're mm-hmm. so, so lucky. There's not just such a great cast of pro wrestlers, but such a diverse cast of pro wrestlers, right? Like it's the proverbial buffet. And I say it a lot on on any show that I'm doing on Love Wrestling, but like you need that wide variety. You don't want to mm-hmm. just get sort of your one strict menu as far as it goes so to speak for professional wrestling there's such a diverse cast you've got you know just to use the cliches with it you've got your high flyers you've got your grapplers Mm -hmm. you've got your lucha style pro wrestlers like you mentioned you've got your all-arounders you've got people who could uh proverbial tap nap or snap you like it's it's insane as far as it goes throughout the west coast and uh it's pretty cool you know i've said it even over the the last couple of weeks pretty consistently is um just how much closer Canada is really starting to feel, you know, NEW is doing a great job out Mm -hmm. in BC as far as bringing in international talents and, you know, people that maybe hadn't been, haven't been up here, excuse me, or, or hadn't had the opportunity, like a Max the Impaler or an Mm -hmm. Effie. I look at Taya Valkyrie, who's now announced to come in for RCW, which just yep. gives me a nice transition <laughs> to talk about the great job that they've been doing throughout the pandemic. You've got the PWA, who not only has been the standard bearer, I think, in, in Alberta for a number of years, but coming back in a big way, they chose not to run through the pandemic and now they're running the Dome mm-hmm. as their first show back for the, the Hitman second Bret Hart night. I, I speak highly and I very much should about PPW and the CWE and MPW and you know, again, you start to name every promotion because you really should, but they're just doing such a great job, not only of of putting on high quality live shows, um, but in the case of a lot of those promotions, really starting to branch out and and doing a lot of stuff online and promoting their matches. And, and, and again, giving sort of second and third and fourth tastes to uh, a lot of pro wrestlers. Anybody can speak to a great live show, but it, it, it's an international audience that grows any scene. Mm-hmm. You look at the UK and I think that that's that's a huge testament to a lot of promotions that they're really starting to get on top of that, because I think it's key to getting uh, getting this scene and the excellent people out there, out there.
0: <laughs> and, you know, I'd be amiss if I did. Like I mentioned out West uh, Winnipeg, some of the, like there's, you know, so many incredibly talented locally here as well. I mean, you have your AJ Sanchez, who's known all across Canada, you have the London's wrestling for PCW. I know you're familiar AJ with AJ Sanchez, with
1: just to go back. Cause I'll always put it over. He made me laugh the hardest I've ever laughed. It's the only time I've ever like visibly broken down uh, in the <laughs> ring. Cause he's like, you're my second favorite Spencer and shout out to Spencer Tapley. Cause that guy's excellent. Uh, you're my second favorite Spencer in Albertan professional wrestling. Boom, just like completely broke while I was introducing him. That guy's mm-hmm. the man. I've I've <laughs> I've only worked with him twice, but I've loved uh two times I've worked with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you know, he was one of my I think he was the fifth interview I did on the podcast. So I'll always, you know, have a spot for him on this on this podcast. But you've got, you know, him, the Londons, um, Red Hot Summer with uh Sammy Peppers and Bryce Benley, two in two very young, but like the the sky's the limit for those two. They're incredibly talented. You've got them, I mean. Uh Kevin O'Doyle, who's made leaps and bounds. It's just who a, rules. He, he does. O'Doyle <laughs> does rule. So you I mean, have
1: to say it. It's a freaking reflex, right? <laughs> like anybody who's born, I think, prior to 1996 has to say O'Doyle
0: rules. <laughs> so you you have the the so many incredibly talented in winnipeg too you know rob stardom who's been a mainstay on the scene who's still still making headlines so there's tons of incredibly talented wrestlers winnipeg and all throughout the west and i you love bet. to see it i can't wait to make my out way my way out west to be able to check out you know an rcw show check out pwa and even any I i can't wait for that
1: you betcha. It's, it's a very, very special time. And again, the great thing is, is, you know, for a lot of, of, of individuals up until the last sort of five, six years, yes, people made DVDs, they did all that sort of stuff. But there wasn't really a lot of online exposure, at least <clears> as far as Western Canada goes, whereas like NEW, quite literally, I think an hour before you and I started chatting, released their release schedule for uh, NEW 5. Yeah, and it's just great because all you see on twitter about that show was holy cow did the triple threat with the women kill it holy cow is travis williams and argum spencer match to watch holy cow check out the tag team match like you see that and for a lot of time or or, or um previously i guess you wouldn't really get the opportunity to see that mm-hmm. and now it's very cool that like you've already got the tag match released and you've now got like basically scheduled viewing for the next two weeks as far as uh, as far as that promotion goes. So again, full kudos to them, full kudos to RCW. And uh, uh, again, a lot of great promotions out there that uh, are really starting to do a great job of that.
0: One thing I do like is the the production values NEW does with having their matches released. You know, it's a good quality video of the matches. And I think it's something that I hope a lot of other promotions do take the time to record those matches, just so these wrestlers, they have a way to showcase their abilities in the ring, to be able to get more bookings, to be able to travel and get their name out there more. I mean, I think it'll yeah. only benefit everyone, including the the home promotions as well. You betcha. And, and,
1: and, and you know, it's so cliche of me to say about like, You're competing with every form of entertainment out there. It's not like you're just trying to compete with wrestling promotion, A, B, or C. Like, it's a world of instant gratification. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like your your highlight reel professional wrestling match is, is strictly trying to appeal to professional wrestling. Like, you're competing with peacemaker and euphoria and going to the bowling alley and x y and z Mm -hmm. so you've got to have it high quality you've got to have great commentary you've got to have like you say the production value behind it and again very cool to see that a lot of promotions are starting to do that Mm -hmm. because again to repeat you that's when people start to get the international attention some of the best advice or one of the best things that i've ever heard in professional wrestling uh when i chatted with speedball mike bailey last shit last may um One of the things that he said was uh, a lot of people, whether you're talking about wrestlers or production agents or whatever it may be, um, sometimes make the mistake of competing to try and be the best in their area, Mm -hmm. where in such an instant gratification world, when you've got YouTube and Twitch and IWTV and Fight and all of these networks uh, promoting professional wrestling now um you're really trying to compete with with that and whether it's fair or not to expect the same from an independent promotion in some cases to have the production value of a flight tv does it suck yeah it's tough on a budget and i certainly understand that but like it's the world we live in so when you look at a promotion like New, again to go back to them um when you've got that high quality production, you're going to get that attention where maybe yep. in the past, again, if you're, if you're streaming and say 480p rather than 1080p, you're, you're going to get those looks huge. Shout out to uh, uh barricade who does a lot of promotion as well here, or her production, excuse me, as well out here for RCW, because again, I'll always put them over. They were the first promotion to let me actually get in the ring and ring announce a huge shout out to force pro as well. Um, Check out my terrible commentary, my commentary strictly. Um, <laughs> Your first of anything's going to suck, but my terrible commentary sometimes on their end of things.
0: Hey, um, I, it is true because the first time I, you know, did an interview, I had little cue cards set up and I'm going off of those. And that's just, you know, I go back and look at it. I'm just like, oh, it's, it's painful uh, <laughs> for me.
1: <laughs> I've told MRB this. Um, but like how that guy answered an email or a phone call or anything from me after we did our first interview together, I have no idea. And again, not because I think I was like rude or anything, but dude, like it was like something recorded on a iPhone free call recorder app. It was your very stereotypical, like, who do you want to wrestle one day Yep, or some of your fate, all of that sort of stuff. So like, As a guy who probably gets a ton of those sorts of emails, especially then when you're emailing him after that insane Spanish fly, um, how a guy like that answers your phone calls again, and huge kudos to him after a bad interview on my part. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But like you said, and and like I said before, is is your first of anything is is probably not going to be your best or your favorite. It's probably going to suck. But mm-hmm. if you don't do something that you suck at first or uh, you don't get that one out of the way, how are you ever going to do anything good?
0: Yeah. And I mean, Hey, props to Jay Walker for still talking to me after uh, my first interview with him. He's so. man. He, I love
1: Jay Walker. That guy it, is a huge stud.
0: The, the stuff he does for with his social media and his, the, that aspect of it is next level. Like he could be, he could be teaching a course on that for aspiring wrestlers, just how to maximize their uh, outreach on like on Twitter or YouTube and all of that stuff. It is fantastic.
1: It's, it's what you've got to do though, at least in my belief, I should say is, is for the most part, if you're again, competing with some of the best of the best out there, even you look in Canada up until about a year ago when he signed, I think it's even a year today. Holy shit time flies when you're throwing watches. Um, (laughs) Ethan page, like that guy got noticed obviously because he's a great pro wrestler, but how much was he doing on his socials and his, and I'll stress his iteration of karate, man, not that impact bullshit. (laughs) Um, but like everything that he was doing on social media, he was at least one of the first guys that I checked out, whether he was the first or not to do it, but like Mm -hmm. it was doing vlogs consistently. Um, that was the first way that I found out about them, And you've got to be able to do that stuff. I think effectively to, uh, to promote yourself, especially in Canada, you Mm -hmm. know, we talk about the barriers to it and rightfully so distance sucks. It sucks that it's cheaper to fly people in and out from most places in the U S than it is to fly someone from BC, but Mm -hmm. it's the reality of it. So, you know, and, and rightfully so, I don't want to say complaints in a rude way, um, but you can either have your complaints and rightful complaints, or you can have the complaints and then go out and do stuff about it. You look at yeah. people like frick, Mark Wheeler, you look at people out in BC, Von Vertigo, flying. Eh, it's a tough sentence to say Von Vertigo flying out to the UK over the last few years, obviously COVID nonwithstanding. You look mm-hmm. at people like that. Um, it's insane. You look at the Omen out here or mm-hmm. giant Orion going down to Mexico purely to train. It's, it's just cool to me because you know, I, I think you need that, but it also shows when people actually take that step, how yeah. much they're committed to it, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, I think most people listening, they're very familiar with what, what you've been doing for the past few years, by all means, huh. um, I wouldn't say that <laughs> I would you, you've got a, you've got a, a very big, uh, imprint on the Canadian wrestling, the media landscape I of appreciate that. that. Thank you. The, what was it that first made you want to jump into doing something like that?
1: Oh, man. Um, so the first like step into wrestling media for me, uh, a gentleman I knew through the Sherwood Park Crusaders that I'm working for, um, his name was Len Noons, and he's one of the biggest sports fans I know. And and him and I are very like minded and very big local sports mm-hmm. fans, whether it's junior hockey, like the Edmonton Stingers, however, you can support uh, the non big four leagues, not that we don't love them, but um, the non big four leagues, you go out and support. So he started a site called Win Column Sports. Uh, I think this was 20, 2017. Um, sorry, I got, I got the old school hat right here, oddly enough. And then I got our original old school hat, signed by Jericho. Um, nice. But so he started that. He asked me quite literally just, do you want to write once a month WWE pay-per-view previews? I'll buy you a beer for everyone you do. Cool, sounds good. Really mm-hmm. looking forward to the months that they do two pay-per-views. Um, so I started doing those, but I'm always firmly of the belief that like, if you're going to do something, don't half-ass it. So mm-hmm. even when it comes to like a WWE pay-per-view, that's how I started getting into wrestling Twitter and starting to promote there and getting onto Reddit and all of that sort of stuff. Um, so for better or for worse, they started getting a couple of views on the site. Um, because of that, we started turning more into like a wrestling-centric site. Mm-hmm. Once we started doing that, it was okay. How, how can we expand wrestling coverage? That's when I started doing like PWA previews and all of that, like all of this sort of stuff that I was doing and still is frankly, um, was completely unsolicited. So Mm -hmm. I started coming to the shows. I brought my computer. I would sit there and type them up. I would pride myself on after the show I'd hit send as I walked out the door and, uh, and go, Mm -hmm. um, kept growing, kept growing, long story short that went on for about a year and a half through that site um in that iteration and then len for um and i mean this in the most complimentary way as much of a sports fan as he is he's much more a family person like they're his priority as as they should be for anybody mm-hmm. um so when we started growing and started getting busy um started cutting into time i took over the site turned it into pretty well a strictly wrestling site and uh sort of went from there mm-hmm. uh, I shot I shot the WCSN down in uh May or June I think of 2020 okay 2020 um I, I love the site but by limiting ourselves to Edmonton and as close to Edmonton as we could um you know you sort of limit your opportunities so the perfect example for me is like when I got the opportunity to interview Mance Warner hell yeah Mm-hmm. Guys, the man, of course, I'm going to chat with him. How the hell do I tie Mans Warner back to Edmonton, Alberta, mm-hmm. whether or not it's for like good reasons or not. Once you sort of start to screw with a brand, then you're screwed, I think. Um, so I started trying to like justify these in a lot of ways, yada, 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 finally figured, well, let's figure, figure it out. So shut her down. Um, immediately started planning love wrestling because I figured, well, I want to stay in this. Uh, mm-hmm. we launched at midnight on January 1st, 2021. Um, <laughs> I ruined our New Year's, <laughs> but say, la vie. Um, what can you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, so just sort of started going on with, with the path that we're on. I started looking for people pretty well immediately as well. And like, mm-hmm you know, as with anything, I, I could not do this without people like Zach or Parrish or Josh or again, one of those things where you got to name a million people. Um, but everybody, whether they were people that came on right off the bat or people who came on more recently um, is so integral to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 It's a site as cliche as it sounds, but like it, it's based on focusing on the positives of wrestling. Yeah. And there's a lot of negatives and mm-hmm. you, you can't be ignorant of the negatives to the industry but you know I, I'm not a reporter by any means I don't have those uh sort of standards and there's people better than me not that I don't have any sort of like integrity but um I'm not a journalist by any means I just like sitting talking about professional wrestling and yeah the last thing that I want to do when I'm talking about pro wrestling is sit there and say well screw this and screw that and I hate this and this sucks this sucks and boo this and boo that you know it's an industry that can be pretty dark. Sometimes let's sit and try and focus on, on what we love about it. Uh, uh, So, so that's where we've sort of grown to. And then, uh, and then we figured let's run a show. So we did. (laughs) 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 That's the short story with that one. We figured we'd like to run a show. So we we ran a show.
0: I think that's one of the things that's definitely important because it's so easy to be negative about the product you're consuming. And I know what I've always tried to maintain on this podcast is focusing on the positives because I don't, I don't want to listen to someone complain about wrestling for an hour and a half. So Mm -hmm. why would someone else, you know, I'd rather focus on positive share stories about, you know, the wrestlers because it's giving them a platform to talk about themselves and get their name out there. You know, every little bit helps.
1: So. You bet, Chad.
0: The, uh, I, I should share this story only because I, I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast was, uh, one of my first wrestling interviews was when I was in media. Like I took radio TV broadcasting back in 2000 cause oh. I'm old. Um, you know, I wanted to get into radio. It never happened, but
1: did you're I- releasing this? You're releasing this interview the week of my 30th birthday and whether it's <laughs> justified or not, like you want to talk about feeling old, don't start. <laughs>
0: hey I, I i just passed 40 last summer so the uh oh, wow
1: that sucks for both of us <laughs>
0: <laughs> back in 2000 i'm um, we're in media media school and uh they announced back when you know you would line up for tickets for uh, an event you know wwf you line up for tickets well wcw it was their first time coming through winnipeg since maybe the nwa so they had cool. Chris Benoit there to sign autographs, do a meet and greet. Well, me and another guy from radio TV college were like, hey, let's go see if we can interview him. And this is back in 2000. We show up with our the handheld camera and the microphone. And we walk up to security. We're like, hey, can we interview Chris Benoit? And they're like, uh, let's ask, and they just let us walk right in, and we interviewed Chris Benoit, and rad, and to think about that now, there's no way that would ever happen. No,
1: nope. but you know what? Saying that, one of the people who, uh, well, a couple, I should say, because like huge shout out to Dylan Fry and the For the Guy Foundation. Um, Dylan Fry and I used to work together through the WCSN and his partner on the Fry and the Guy show that they had on the network. Uh, his name was Angelo Rios. And he's since passed, hence the For the Guy Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I can't remember. It was 32, I think, that was in Dallas. Mania 32? Yes. Whichever. Okay, so 32. Um, they were based out of Dallas. And, uh, oh man, I need to I need to message Dylan. Um, but basically he ended up walking in Angelo said okay we're just gonna fake it until we make it walked past security and it ended up getting interviews with Cena and Hogan
0: nice the same thing it's yeah. just
1: like why not what's the yeah. worst that's gonna happen is we're gonna still be outside the building
0: yeah cool. so I mean <laughs> hey I got to ask him three questions and he's probably looking at me like who the hell is this kid? But uh, you know, it was something I will never forget. You know, I still have the autographed picture at home where I'm sure not many people have those, but uh, it's still tucked away in my parents' basement in a box, you know, with all the other wrestling stuff I haven't transferred over yet, but well. it is what it is. So um, I, I have to ask, because when did the, the video aspect and the interviews and all that, when did you start getting into that? Because you've been able to, you know, talk to, I mean, so many of the up and comers, big names on the independent scene. It's always, you know, whenever I see you tweet out some like, Oh, I've got this interview. It's like, wow. You know, it's like, it blows you away, dude. Dumb luck. mostly. (laughs) Genuinely dumb luck, dumb luck and the kindness of
1: people. Like, Mm -hmm. um, so I first started doing it genuinely was again with the WCSN is like, well, how can we grow this? So let's start doing interviews. Um, MRB was my first interview. Psycho Sawyer uh, was my second interview. Um, I've still got quite literally every interview I've ever done still on this computer that we're chatting <laughs> on right now. Um, but quite literally from there it was just like, well, you know, as long as you're kind and courteous and you're okay with the fact that you're not going to get response, like there's a lot of concessions you got to make, but, um, you know, as long as you're kind and courteous, when you email someone, you should, you should feel confident enough in yourself to email that person. <laughs> um as long as you're not rude as long as you're okay with a no as long as you're okay with like again all those sorts of things with it you never want to be a bother to people who are like at the end of the day doing you the favor yeah um but i've always had the confidence and like as long as you're not that millionth person writing a shitty email of, like hey you want to do a freaking interview
0: <laughs> yeah Moral. <tomorrow? laughs> like <laughs> you
1: got, you got, you're selling yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's the same way that you're talking about pro wrestlers promoting themselves or anything like that. If you're doing interviews and doing stuff like that, then present the best version of yourself that Mm -hmm. you can. So write uh, an email on why you want to speak to that person specifically, Mm -hmm. write an email about your background, give them a little bit of information on, on, you know, if you need to some sample questions or your social media metrics, like, you know, when, when you're, nick all and you probably get 150 freaking emails a day you know again you can't be that person saying hey you want to do an interview tomorrow mm-hmm. no like give him a reason that he would want to chat with you rather than just rather than just looking to gain some sort of credence off of that mm-hmm. um but again man like i i i will always go out of my way to put over people like chelsea green and diana perrazzo um like they're they they a chance on me they were two of the first real um big interviews for lack of a better way to put it mm-hmm. you know not that the other ones weren't but they were the first ones who were contracted to major promotions that took a chance on me and allowed me to interview them um so i'm eternally grateful on their end of things a huge shout out to mark with ring of honor um because through him him i was lucky enough to chat with a number of great people pco C, like anyone i chatted to with ring of Honor um he helped me out with um huge shout out to ross at impact too like if you can form a relationship with people and again you know give a reason why you can be a great interview for people not just ask them about hey who do you have heat with and does this person suck um provide a good interview for people and i do think that like in pro wrestling whether You know, you're someone like me who shit, I'm about the 500 millionth best interviewer out there, man. (laughs) But if you chat with people and you provide a good conversation you have some laughs with people, I do think that, um, your reputation, whether big or small does travel in professional wrestling and in any, in any industry, excuse me, but, uh, uh, in professional wrestling. So I, I would like to think there have been times I've presented myself well, and maybe that's led to getting an interview I wouldn't have before, or. Uh, something like that, but like genuinely do the, the best way to put it as far as it goes for me, uh, sheer luck <laughs> and, uh, the kind, the kindness of people,
0: uh, you know, I'll, I'll always, uh, cause I know whenever I, I still get nervous when I'll, you know, send an email to someone asking if they want to join me for a chat and yeah. the, the, uh. When I do get a response, uh, no matter who it is, I will always be grinning ear to ear because, you know, they take the time to respond back. And whether it's a yes or no, you know, it's just like, okay, well, you know, I appreciate that. And that's all you can really ask for.
1: The one now. yes that you get for the hundred no's that you get is, is much better. It's yeah. exponentially better. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and you're going to get them. It's not like this is an industry. It's like any sales job. Everybody wants to talk about their big sale nobody wants to talk about the fact that they called 500 people before making that big sale. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to get a lot of no's. You're going to get a lot of ignored emails. You're going to get a lot of that sort of stuff. And nobody owes you anything. It's Mm -hmm. not like anybody I've ever emailed is like, well, shit, I'm Spencer love, you know, in the best possible way. Fuck. I'm Spencer love. It's not like you owe me anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not, you know, A guy like Sean Ross Sapp, who's got this huge platform and rightfully so because of how good at his damn job he is, Mm -hmm. like hopping on his show is a huge advantage regardless of who you are. Hopping Mm -hmm. on mine is hopefully a good conversation. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I like to think that, you know, I I mean, I've been fortunate, you know, with some of the people I've had on, you know, you have those good chats, those good conversations. So hopefully they leave afterwards being like, okay, well, it wasn't a waste of time, you know? So, and that's how I look at it, you know? Well, and sometimes you're lucky enough to form friendships out of it, man. Mm -hmm. Like, frankly, I, I, again, the same way I
1: talk about Chelsea Green and Deanna, like, Mike Bailey and Veda Scott are two of the freaking best people you will ever find. And I was lucky enough to interview the both of them. And now it's just fun. You hop in their Twitch chats and you shoot the shit and you're so psyched to see for the, both of those people, because not only do you get the, the, you know, not conjecture, that's such a negative word, but like the best way to put it is like a lot of people say, don't meet your heroes. And you talk about people like that. Like you're just wrong. Like you should fully, sometimes meet your heroes because they're the best people you'll ever meet sometimes, you cool. know? So you sometimes are, are lucky enough to get stuff like that out of an interview. And, and by no means is that ever an expectation at the end of the day. Um, it's an interview. It's not <laughs> a friendship builder. It's not a mixer, but if you're lucky enough to, then shit, it's, it's one of the biggest reasons that I say pro wrestling is the greatest thing in the world, because not <laughs> only is it this uh, um, weird combat sport, athletic choreographed fricking
0: entertainment thing, but you meet great people. You really do. Right. Some of the friendships that I've been able to make, you know, just from, you know, being a wrestling fan or doing this podcast, you know, getting to know so many different people and just, you know being able to talk wrestling because that's what I love to do. You know, whether it's, you know, favorite matches or just shooting the shit about what's going on, you know, it's, it's so much fun. And to be able to have friendships built off of that, you know, the common interest, like I seriously, I love it. It's one of my favorite things.
1: You and I both man preaching to the choir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, back in October, uh because you had mentioned earlier you know putting on wrestling shows and this past october in 2021 you did that and i, I mean do that that we, is
1: we did do that i should say we did do that um huge shout out again to the guys at Force pro wrestling uh colton kelly of shotgun sid greed ivan thompson fuck good i couldn't have done it without them so
0: we Put on a wrestling. Show. <laughs> my my you is going to be a general we a proverbial you, you. <laughs> a proverbial <laughs> you. So, <laughs> well,
1: you regardless, did- I'm glad I shouted those guys out because if it wasn't for them, wouldn't have been able to do it. I mean, but now we'll move to the proverbial you.
0: Well, I know <laughs> that I've even thought like, oh, if I ever put on a wrestling show, you know, like I'd want to have this person on and this person on and this person. I mean, this is something that you've actually gotten the chance to do, and you're doing it again in March
1: you betcha man it's uh march 25th at the rec room south common okay. the home of love pro wrestling no it gives me a good opportunity to plug um it's exciting as hell there 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 really isn't another way to put it you know much mm-hmm. much like a lot of people is um i never thought i'd get the opportunity and when one presented itself um why the hell not take it up mm-hmm. um you know i'm repeating myself but shit we're so lucky in canada i have so many great pro wrestlers and um, through no one's fault, there haven't been many promotions or anything like that that has tried to actively bring in a large amount of Canadian wrestlers to one location, at least not often. I think a lot of promotions will bring in your one or two. You'll advertise your one or two stars and rightfully so they deserve to be advertised properly. But I just think there's so much room and you're starting to see, um, you know, super show is not the right way to put it. But like, when you're blessed with the talent that we've got in this country and you've got the opportunity to highlight what you feel, or I feel or whoever may feel um, is some of the best of the best in Canadian wrestling. Why not take it Mm -hmm. when someone like a Casey Spinelli, will come out and Nicole Matthews and an Artemis Spencer and Voros twins. And now golden boy, Travis Williams and Holden Albright and Alexi and Nicole and Alicia too. Like it's just, it's can't miss as mm-hmm. far as, as as far as it goes for me right so um yeah very very lucky to get the opportunity to do that and uh, even luckier frankly to get to do it again anybody can do something dumb once but uh it it, it takes a lot of good faith on people to be able to hop back in and, and be as willing to support as they have been for for opportunity number two so mm-hmm. i know very very lucky with that
0: We've been talking back and forth in the, in the DMS, you know, away just so, you know, it doesn't get spoiled the, the matches or anything. And I've been fortunate enough. You'll be like, Hey, guess what? This is a match I'm putting on. And I'm like, Holy shit. I'm shit. so excited. <laughs> I, I have to I, tell somebody <laughs> I get, I get jacked up when I see that. It's like, you know, like seeing like Sean Moore and Artemis Spencer. Uh, yeah. Who would well, and of
1: course, that? like I, I send you that. And then, uh, already ends up unfortunately like hurting himself at the new show so uh mm-hmm. um admittedly we're recording this full full spoilers guys we're recording this a couple of weeks before so we're still uh we're still waiting to announce what's going on there and i want to keep that one close
0: <laughs> that's fair you I'm know excited. Yeah. <laughs> see what uh, the the one thing i know with the, when i'm recording podcasts because like i'll try to, if i can do you know, i try to do a few like you know whether if it lines up that way being able to do you know. Four in two weeks, or whatever, and then knowing like having a plan, okay, I'll release this this week and that that week. And uh, I know like because we're recording this, it's beginning of March and it's going to air in three weeks' time, so there's going to be stuff we talk about. Like, hey, later, if when we talk about wrestling, I was going to say, have you
1: ever heard the phrase in uh, card (laughs) card subject to change (laughs)
0: exactly? So, no, I know the uh, some of the the like people you have going on are like some of the top like the best names in Canadian wrestling right now. And I'm super excited to watch it. Are you guys going to be having it online again? Or what's the plan for that?
1: Well, don't say online again. (laughs) 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 No. And that, uh, oh man, did I ever fuck that one up? Um, but yeah, we're planning on streaming it on the Love Wrestling Twitch channels. We have <laughs> moved all of our live content exclusively there. Um, so the plan right now when we have tested and we've done all that sort of stuff, but I said that last time, so take my word for what it's worth. Um, the plan is we're going to stream the show live on Twitch starting at <laughs> 7 p.m. bell time. Uh, commentary team is going to be Big Bad Boris, Stadius Archer Third, and uh, Warren Diesel Barris. I'm incredibly excited on that end of things. Um Boris, I think anybody who's watched any Albertan professional wrestling over the last decade or plus, um, whether it's clandestine society, the PWA or anything in between, even the stuff that you're seeing coming out of the, uh, the top talent wrestling Academy that they're doing for their individual matches, Mm -hmm. Boris. And uh, of course, shout out to Mike, the ref as well. Um, They've been doing all of that. So we're really lucky to have Boris in. I'm super excited to have Warren and Thad back again as well. Um, It's just going to be a, It's going to be a very educated, but a very fun booth. I think that that's the way that we've sort of tried to to organize everything is like it's professional wrestling. And I mean this in the best way. You got to leave a little bit of room for chaos. It's Mm -hmm. punk rock pro wrestling. Some of my favorite pro wrestling or sorry, some of my favorite events of all time. Like you go out to and they have that little bit of grittiness and grime to them. And Mm -hmm. they have that anything can happen feel. Um, I love that. Some of my favorite promotion, promotion, excuse me, out there. Um outside of Alberta, you know, you look at your DeFi's and you look at your Rev Pros and uh you look at your C4s and just the environment that those sort of promotions create. And uh I, I really, really like it. I mm-hmm. love it. So the more we can do stuff like that, I think the better.
0: <laughs> I, I know, like you know, the countless Canadian promotions that I want to be able to make my way out to one day. And then you know, you see what defy is doing down in Seattle, and it's like you see what they're doing. You see Matt Farmer, who is so incredibly knowledgeable and like his, what he knows about wrestling. And it's just like, you know, I want like, I'd love to be able to pick his brain and just talk to him and hear what he has to say, but to go down to defy and see what they're doing. Like I'm, I'm waiting for Randy Myers to be able to defend his championship down there again.
1: I've, I've tweeted it, but like every couple of days, I just have the thought like, man, Myers and Daniels is just gonna, just gonna rule. Mm -hmm. it's just gonna rule and it has before as I was uh fact checked on too I guess they wrestled for I think it was the PWA about 15 years ago is what MRB was saying so if there's footage out there hell yeah check that out but um yeah it's 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 pretty special worldwide you know you see your sort of boom and bust periods for professional wrestling Mm -hmm. but uh it's nice to see the boom of it for the last little bit I think you know it's all about the boom so it is (laughs) i
0: I will always love i'm
1: sorry that was terrible
0: (laughs) i will always love the old you know like you know randy and um pardon me randy and daniels had the match you know how many years back but i know excuse me sorry i know that you know um there's the you know, I don't want to say wives tales, but it's like the, not like, you know, that, Oh, there is footage of this match, but only like a few people have seen it. Like, I know that Andrew from PCW in his tape library has the Kenny Omega, AJ styles match from PCW back in the early two thousands. Like that, only, you know, so many people have seen it. And it's just, you know, it's there. And it's like, I want to see that. So just, you know, pass you it over. Say
1: you know, I'm going to be hopping in his DM back to the show. <laughs>
0: so it's like seeing that because I know like I'll go back and watch old matches and like seeing a Kenny Omega and amazing red match. Like I'm a huge fan of amazing red and what he could still do with seeing them go at it. And just like, I love seeing that. It's so much fun.
1: There's nothing quite like it. And I think that's the nice thing, sort of almost the intimidating thing sometimes about pro wrestling. But uh, one of the things that I love most is like, you're never going to run out of it you're no. never going to run out of pro wrestling like you can throw anything on there's so many dream matches out there that have happened somewhere that someone will fact check you on and cool I'm always fine to learn a little bit mm-hmm. more but like yeah you're never going to run out of it I'm always in to be shown a new match I'm now freaking salivating at the AJ Styles Kenny Omega match that you just told me <laughs> that. I'm frustrated
0: it's- <laughs> it's from the early two thousands and apparently it's out there, but, uh, I've never seen it. I know, like you mentioned the new heart, McGee, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've mentioned so many matches that, you know, like, uh, that it's all, there's always new stuff. You can always find something new to watch. And I know like in the mornings when I'm walking on the treadmill, I'll throw up a match or whatever. And it's like countless matches. I've never seen before. Like I watch like, day of recording i watched uh manami toyota versus aja kong for the first time and i'm just like this is great i've never seen it before after that i threw on owen hart and pegasus kid and it's just like the you options always spark
1: me when you tweet those out by the way too like don't <laughs> think nobody's noticed <laughs>
0: There's some very random stuff on there, but then also some like, you know, classic, classic matches, but I try to change it up, you know, whatever can fit into 30 to 40 minutes. I'm putting it on. Now I, for one, I, you know, keep tabs on what's going on with WWE and, you know, the pay-per-views NXT. I'll always pay attention, even if I don't always watch. I'll go back and watch matches that, you know, like definitely stand out that are worth, you know, taking the time to go You and get see. the
1: buzz about after, yeah. Yeah,
0: but with so much wrestling out there, like I find you really have to pick and choose what you want to watch. So I, I know for myself, like if I'm not fully into it, I'll wait and see, like, okay, that's a good match. Okay, I'm going to go check it out. WrestleMania is right around the corner. I always find, you know, a few matches from there to uh, definitely check out. What are your thoughts heading into this card? Or two nights, I should say. It's uh, it's it's weird.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm always excited. I should preface that. I always compliment sandwich. Um, I'm very <laughs> excited. Like, how can you not be excited? It's, it's WrestleMania now. Like, you're going to get... You're gonna get some disappointing WrestleManias. You're gonna get some disappointing pay-per-views for any name, whatever they may be. Um, but if you're not excited going into the biggest show of the year, like, can you really call yourself a wrestling fan? <laughs> um, so it's it's definitely weird. Like, I don't like you know, and it's, it's a cliche argument. I don't like sort of the, the over-reliance on people like a Logan Paul when, well, if you're going to do that, why wouldn't you just have John Morrison stick around as a tag partner or little Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, But there's certainly not things that, that I don't understand. You bring those people in because they're people who appeal to an audience outside of pro wrestling. That being said, like, I'm always going to be excited about Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Might be. I don't even know if that's like a hot take or what, but like, how can you not be? And especially now, Brock is the best Brock Brock has ever been, and I've always loved Brock. Mm-hmm. Say Brock again, Spencer. Brock. <laughs> um, I love it. I'm so excited. It's it's the best Roman Reigns we've ever, we've ever, we've we've certainly certainly seen it before, but mm-hmm. uh, I love it. You know, the best pro wrestling, at least in my opinion, is two big, meaty men slapping me and i'm very excited for the two biggest men in in maybe not stature in some ways but the two biggest uh personalities in in wwe going at her again and and by the same token how can you not be excited about edge versus aj styles mm-hmm. like you talk about dream matches and you know every match for edge at this point is a dream match even the freaking dumb mixed tag but. Uh, <laughs> That was miserable, but I, I am so excited to finally see this finally see, you know, sort of the heel version of edge that maybe was teased a little bit last year, but you mm-hmm. never really saw. Um, I'm really, really excited for that, especially going up against a guy. Like, you know, it's, it's a phrase thrown around a lot, I think, but like a generational talent, like AJ Styles. Yeah. that guy's just the man. Um, it's going to be a banger. And then. I am so, so happy. And again, maybe a, not a hot take, but maybe not the right take in some opinions. Um, I'm so fine with Charlotte and uh, Ronda Rousey because we get Becky and Bianca. Mm-hmm. I was at SummerSlam and let me tell you, and message JPJ about this if you ever want to hear a story about how upset Spencer can be. <laughs> like it, it, it ruined my entire evening until Brock came out uh, that Bianca, Becky tragedy
0: yeah it was very disappointing to see terribly disappointing Mm
1: -hmm. and i'm very glad you know let it play out congratulations guys this is the one time out of 36 that you're right on it Mm -hmm. um i'm just glad that it actually did play out even with ronda coming back Mm -hmm. that you know in a hopeful world bianca belair is your raw women's champion at the end Mm -hmm. of wrestlemania And if she's not, then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to scream. (laughs) To quote the great Baruch Salt. Like, I'll flip. As Mm -hmm. far as pro wrestling events go, like, how could you do wrong by Bianca Belair twice? I didn't Mm -hmm. like SummerSlam at all. I stand by not liking it. But if you do right, then okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, it was so sad.
0: (laughs) It was, unfortunately, one of the few matches I think I actually saw from SummerSlam. So it's like to see that it's just it leaves such a well and then you
1: followed it. it up, and then you followed it up by hindering gender so if you want to ruin my night twice in a row like gender was hindered
0: mm-hmm. he was and, Bianca,
1: and i thought he was unhinderable <laughs> <laughs> i had been told that gender was unable to be hindered so
0: well plus you have like i mean We're obviously, you know, we mentioned before, we're recording this a few weeks out, so there's still, you know, card subject to change. There's been the talk of, you know, Kevin Owens having a match with Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, which if that happens, I mean, the fact that Austin would come back now after 20 years almost out of the ring really says something for, you know, either his desire to step foot back in the ring or...
1: Or the what, money he's getting or the money. I didn't want to say it,
0: but or the money, you know.
1: <laughs> I would call a spade a
0: spade. It's why not? Why not
1: make money, make make hay while the sun shines to again mm-hmm. take a good Canadianism. Um, I'd be real excited for Stone Cold in a way that, like, maybe I'm not excited for some other pro wrestlers that have come back. Uh, I'm not gonna say his real name, but it rhymes with John Beichel. Um <laughs> I, stone cold just seems like the sort of guy who'd come back and would know what his limitations are. And that's not to say that Shawn Michaels wasn't the best guy in that match, but like that also says a lot Mm -hmm. Um, stone cold coming out, working five minutes with Kevin Owens and hitting 13 stunners is fine by me. I don't Mm -hmm. give a shit. I will pop for all 13 of them. Um, I'm just worried that at this point, it's again, like you say, a month until WrestleMania, they haven't announced anything. I'm getting worried that it's just going to be one of those spots where like, again, remember at 32, where it was ironically enough, like Austin Michaels and then Mick Foley that just came out and beat up the, uh, beat up the new day. Yes. it very sad if there was just like a one-on-one iteration of that with, uh, Kevin Owens this year.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think that because they've teased it like that, I think anything less than that might end up being a disappointment for them.
1: I agree. But- Friendly reminder, that was the same mania that uh,
0: Eric Rowan retired The Rock. Yes. And that just
1: always deserves to be pointed out. There's no no need to expand on that. That just needs to...
0: Fastest match in WrestleMania history.
1: And that selfish Dwayne Johnson not going out on his back.
0: (laughs) I will (laughs) say one of... Like, that was, to me, that I was very disappointed with 32. I think coming off of the hype of 31, because I love 31. The... Brock and Roman match from thirty one. It's one of my favorites. Having Seth out there when I watched at the time, like I was going nuts. Like most people. So that's
1: WrestleMania thirty two. You know how earlier we talk about? um I'm always excited for WrestleMania, but sometimes you get disappointed.
0: Mm-hmm. It 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 does have it one of terrible. my. It has one it of my terrible
1: WrestleMania.
0: One match I love. Terrible Mania. <laughs> one match I love. I will give props. Shane, AJ. <laughs> no, it was the latter match because I was so happy when Zack Ryder was able to win. So I okay, will, it, it has always, a soft spot in my heart.
1: I'm always happy for Zack Ryder at this point. Like yeah. Zack Ryder slash Matt Cardona obviously is just, he's he's turned into the man over the last oh, year. He he's was been, always kind of rad, but like, he's the man. He's,
0: he he's going to wrestle
1: Jeff Jarrett in a death match this year. Like that literally is like a wrestling mad
0: lib. He's been able to like almost it was take, take what's happened to him being released and then just flip the switch. And it was, he became one of the most talked about people on independent wrestling or talked about people in wrestling altogether. One of the most hated people in wrestling for, you know, winning the GCW title from Nick Gage was it? I think it was. I- yep. Yeah. So winning the title from Nick Gage and just the hatred the fans had, you know, like it was, it, it reminded you of like the old territory days where like the, the villains were just hated. You had people throwing shit at them, wanting to kill them. That's what it was like to, and for him to do that, kudos to him.
1: Beautiful. Chef's kiss to the guy.
0: <laughs> Killing it. Now. now- spencer for people listening if they aren't already uh aware where can they follow you you know all your social media like let's get that stuff out there let's get the numbers bumped up for uh the twitch streams the subscribers all of that where can they find you you betcha
1: um you can find me personally twitter is the best place it's at spenny love uh i've got an instagram as well it's at spenny in the jets but really i'm not all that active to be quite honest with you feel free (laughs) to follow i'm just going to be pretty disappointing on that end um that's where you can find me but i would highly suggest if you want to keep up to date with not just me but uh love pro wrestling the upcoming shows that we've got going on or you want to keep up with the great content that the uh the contributors of love wrestling have going on give us a follow wherever video is played audio is listened to or head right to our website at love um you can follow us on all socials at love wrestling ca um we'd really appreciate it you know i i like I like doing what I'm doing, but the people involved with love wrestling, I uh, I firmly believe are some of the best people you're going to find out there in content creation, whether you're talking personally or professionally. So give them a follow. Give all of them a follow. We we tweet about them all the time. Put over good people. Um, so give them a follow. Make sure you're supporting local professional wrestling wherever you may be, whether you're in Toronto or Timbuktu. Get out there, support indie wrestling. You never know who you're going to see. I talked earlier about my experience with the PWA. Um, pretty freaking cool that some of those people whether you're talking about Spinelli MRB or Randy Myers are coming out after being at the first pro wrestling show that I had the opportunity to watch being at the uh first pro wrestling show I had the opportunity to run and now coming to uh, uh the second one the third one the fourth one hopefully the uh 50th 60th and 70th ones. um but seriously support your local wrestling um Again, a huge shout out to Albert and professional wrestling. Any promotion you got out here is going to be some damn good, 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 good professional wrestling. Um, That's it. That's all. That's the bottom line because Spencer Love said so
0: copyright. (laughs) Spencer, (laughs) thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it.
1: Hey, the thanks is all mine. Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing good things for pro wrestling people. All right. I guess wrestling needs more people like you. I screwed up the put over. Damn it. wrestling needs more people like you wrestling needs more people just supporting good people in pro wrestling so thank you for having me it's all my uh all my pleasure
0: thank you to spencer and thank you for checking out the podcast I truly appreciate it. I say it every time. I will always say it. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to me talk about wrestling. So if it's your first time listening, you can find me up on Twitter at GrainmakerPod. Shoot me a follow. Let's talk wrestling. Uh, email grainmakerpodcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns. You can send me an email. Up on Facebook, Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast. Up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast, Spotify Podcast, Google Podcasts. If you could rate and review, I would appreciate it. Appreciate it. And I got t-shirts up on what a maneuver uh, you can check it out. Grainmaker maker wrestling podcast, half of all the profits are being donated to uh, Ray Winnipeg. They're a local nonprofit. So just doing a little bit of help to donate to them. So if you could grab a shirt, just know that some of the money is going towards them to help out. So thank you again to Spencer. We will talk soon.